This is East Carolina All-American Bryant Packard, and we're talking Pirate Baseball and the Sports Objective, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. Welcome in to a very special edition. I guess you would call this uh, extra innings as we're into now Sunday morning with us right now. Going back to Wilson, North Carolina, a short distance away from Greenville, driving and keeping it between the lines, producing, co-hosting with me and another great guy. We'll give him the props in just a second. At first, Bubba Rosenbaum, how are you? Doing great. Uh, could not be any better, Dave. Uh, what a night at Clark LeClaire Stadium. 5,020 in attendance and just an absolutely raucous atmosphere at Clark LeClaire. As uh, Coach Godwin gave Pirate Nation all the credit there in his uh, the beginning of his postgame remarks. And uh, we'll put it up on the screen for you. Uh, what a night. Uh, if the fans don't show up and aren't energetic, and we have no shot at winning that game. Thank you, fans, uh, from Cliff Godwin. And uh, I wholeheartedly agree, Pirate Nation was absolutely terrific. And it started, you know, 15, 20 minutes, even maybe a half an hour before the game. Just uh, a very electric atmosphere. No question about it. A guy that knows about, speaking of electric atmospheres, a guy that was out in the jungle with a cannon, Sutton Young. What's up, dude? How are you? Great night to be a Pirate. Hey, every night is great, but it's even every, every night is great to be a pirate, but even better tonight. I'll tell you what, give a shout out uh, to Josh O'Neill. Let's go, Pirates. Uh, I, I tell you, Chuck, is that Salas? Help me out there, uh, Bubba. Um, I know that he's a loyal viewer. Uh, appreciate him. Appreciate you, Chuck and uh, Josh, so much. I know that's late, but guys, I was telling you as soon as the game was over, before we departed, knowing we were going to do the show. I'm the kind of guy, I don't know if you guys are, I'm on adrenaline right now. I was so into that game. There was no way in the world we're going to lose that game. And then everybody says, right, Dave. But the electricity in that game all throughout, but especially, uh, I think you made a great point, Sutton. I'm going to pitch it at you on this, and then we'll come back to Bubba, is literally 5-2, to two, seventh inning. And you made a great point. It was a seven-inning stretch there, and the Pirates come out and, and uh, took care of business in the seventh and eighth. Yeah, I mean, it. like I told you guys at the end of the game, I mean, baseball is a sport all about momentum. It takes one hit to change the momentum and the outcome of a baseball game. Lane Hoover's hit changed the momentum drastically and, frankly, changed the outcome of the game. So, I mean, it really – baseball is one of those things. It's just you got to wait for that right moment. And once you get that right moment, it changes drastically. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, uh, one of the things I was uh, telling Bubba, I don't know if I mentioned this to you um, after the game, was that playoff baseball, our, our buddy, good buddy, I guess he's going to bed, Kyle from the Grange, we're trying to get him on. I was like herding cats with all of us. But, um, but the very fact that playoff baseball is like any other postseason deal, run, survive, and advance. The Pirates did it yesterday, Norfolk State, happy to be here. They did what they had to do to make it close, to make, you know, keep it within reach, if you will. Uh, Deloach, unbelievable. Today, Pirates won yesterday. We won today. And guys, I mean, literally right now, uh, I hate to use the term because it's overused, that we're in the driver's seat. So 
um, coach would say right now, if we play ECU baseball, if we play ECU baseball tomorrow, to, uh, tomorrow night at six o'clock, it doesn't matter who the opponent is. We're going to win. We're the best team in the regional. We have the most talent. Now, if we don't show up um, and we we don't hit and our pitching is suspect, then, of course, that'll give them a good chance. But I really believe at the end of the day, I really believe at the end of the night, tomorrow night, we're going to be celebrating. I, I I just think with the that crowd tonight was unbelievable. I know I was one of the 5,000 like you guys, but, I mean – um, Chuck is asking, by the way, who do we want to play? Well, I'll tell you this. What does the barber say, Sutton? Do you know? It's hard because I, I look at the two teams, and, I mean, I've seen both of these teams play twice already. So I'm, I'm looking back at the Charlotte-Maryland game, a very offensive showdown, 13-10. I mean, Charlotte's got hitters. They've got hitters. Yes. But what Maryland did – well, yesterday now, what they did in Norfolk State, I don't care that they're Norfolk State. I don't care at all. You put 16 runs and hit seven home runs against a team. I mean, I honestly don't know who I'd rather pitch. I, I mean, if I'm going to make a prediction, I personally think that we'll face Maryland because I think Charlotte's pitching is not really to the level of where it needs to be to win. But – I personally think that with Maryland's high power offense right now, I'd rather face Charlotte. Well, here's the thing. Well, one thing I will say to you, my friend, is we've beat Charlotte now four times. That would mean that you'd have to beat Charlotte five times. Um, they have a look, they have the one thing I will say about Charlotte is I think Bubba had uh, Coach Woodard on in preseason, and they, I think their pitching is not, and he's an uh, outstanding coach was an outstanding pitcher at North Carolina. Their pitching is not where he wants it to be. I think that's a safe bet. That's not being critical of him. Um, and the reason I bring that up is the fact, if you think about it, guys, I mean, and Coach uh, Godwin talked about it in the post-game show, uh, the post-game press conference, I should say, is the very fact they did a they had a great game plan and the players, uh, those pitchers executed it, um, especially the starter. But, um, you know, what I was going to say is um, basically if it's Maryland, if it's Charlotte, I, I don't know. I mean, coach knows who the matchups are and people have been asking who uh, we have a lot of guys joining us. Thanks William and, uh, and uh, Rick Gilmore and William Grant saying what an atmosphere the f fans willed us to victory. No doubt. Appreciate you, William. And uh, Hey, um, I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, it's going to probably be 3 a.m., 4 a.m. before I get to bed. Hopefully I can get to bed sooner, but, <laughs> um yeah josh o'neill chiming in but we're we having so many people thank you bubba for your awesome job producing by the way i don't say that enough behind the scenes but josh o'neill says we played maryland i'd love to see cooch start we know he's capable you know guys that's one thing i was going to bring up tomorrow um people talked about gavin look gavin didn't have coach talk about it we all can agree he didn't have his best start probably his worst performance of his whole entire season. However, the guy still got you to the pretty much early in the seventh inning. He still got you there. He gives up a home run, but if you think about it, um, he still kept it within reach. It wasn't like it was seven runs in the third or, you know, some crazy, you know, where he's getting really rocked. He still kept it. As coach said, they were not dead five to two, you know? So even with his, my point is even with his worst performance, it still was a, a good performance enough to, to keep us in the game. And another thing, and then Bubba, I'll pitch to you. I'm sorry. I was going to mention, 
is the fact that I'm really happy with the fact that we haven't used a, a lot of pitching compared to what I thought we would by this point. What about you, Bubba? Yeah, as far as Gavin's start, uh, you know, Gavin um, wasn't as sharp early as he would have liked to have been, um, not by any means. But at the same time, like you said, he gave us a chance, um, worked six-plus innings. And, um, you know, when you take a look at it, um, I think he threw strikes about 65 to 70% of the time. And, uh, you know, uh, really – he made Charlotte earn what they got for the most part. He, he still struck out nine guys. He um, walked one and then hit one. So he didn't have a ton of free passes. It's not like Charlotte got their four spot in the third inning because he was buck wild, not, not at all. Uh, and Charlotte, they barreled up some balls, uh, you know, hit some balls hard the other way. And uh, like Coach Godwin said post game, that's a tremendous offense that, uh, Robert Woodward, Robert Woodard, excuse me, and that staff have at uh, Charlotte uh, give the 49ers all the credit in the world. And on the on the uh, pitching side of things, uh, Trey Starnes, uh, that young man, 23 appearances entering tonight, four starts. Uh, he had only thrown 22 innings in those 23 appearances. Tonight he goes six-plus, and uh, what a gutsy <laughs> effort. So tip of the hat to Trey Starnes. And uh, he, he really had us off um, off balance for much of the game. And there toward the end, we were able to get to him a bit before they brought in McGowan, uh, their, their stud and their Friday night guy, 95, uh, with a very good slider and a very good changeup. And, um, you know, he had some excellent bats against – Had some excellent bats against uh, McGowan. Yeah, I really think of Zach Agnos and then also Bryson Wool. Um, I think Wool had a seven-pitch at bat that resulted in a walk, and then Agnos uh, followed up um, Amax walk with a walk of his own, and uh, he saw, I think, eight pitches, fouled off at least two, maybe three pitches with two strikes. And, uh, and uh, we haven't forgotten about it, but, you know, what about that relief performance? I, I think uh, I totally agree with um, – Let's see who was it that chimed in. Thing. Scrolling back through the comments, the MVP, in my opinion, uh, as many things as there were to point to, like the catch by Wool, some of those uh, at bats that we've already mentioned, Lane Hoover, Matt Bridges, the sixth-year senior, getting it done, two and a third, gave us a chance. So congratulations to Bridgie on just an excellent effort. No question about it. And, you know, we've got so many. Thank you so much, by the way. I want to give a shout out to our fans here for Pirate Nation who are chiming in Sutton. I mean, we're at 1222 Eastern. Uh, we're early Sunday morning now. But you and I both, I mean, it was such a great feeling. I, I was really happy to see so many people. I want to give a shout out to all the Pirate fans who came early and were tailgating. You saw that as I did walking around. It was great to see fans back. And I'll say this, um, and I'm going to make this one point, and uh, it's a great night, but um, a little tweak as a fan, and I was upset at first, as I told you, that I had to wait in a long line uh, there in the middle of the game for the concession stand. And then all the, and then I was like, second thought, I'm happy that I'm waiting in line. However, there was one thing that was missing, and you know that I'm a huge pirate. We need TVs at the concession stand and have our good friend Corey Glor, play-by-play -play voice, have speakers right there. And notice I'm not being critical of the administration. I just wanted to add that there's little touches like that. And um, 
you know, I know we didn't have fans obviously this year until now, um, but hopefully for 20, for uh, the next season on 22 and beyond, let's have some TVs put up there because you know what? We don't have to worry about COVID, think, hopefully, um, for next year and beyond. Um, we're going to have time, many times we're going to thank God we're going to have to wait in line because that means that we have a real fan base, a tremendous fan base. I can't say enough good about the fan base. I mean, that place was electric. Um, it was it, it had a great feeling. Didn't you think we were walking around? Uh, we got there about 2 o'clock. From 2 o'clock on, a lot of great Pirate fans there and the, another point I wanted to make to you before, um, not even game related. Think about the economy. If there's a guy, a happy guy right now, it's the mayor of Greenville, former pitcher oh, PJ shit, Conley. Sorry. How many? Uh, there's no rooms available because trust me, I was trying to help Bubba find a room yesterday. You can forget about that. You had graduations for high school. You had the president Trump speaking today. The North Carolina State Republican. I'm not talking politics. Don't worry. I'm just saying all the stuff that's going in Greenville. You have a, a tremendous atmosphere at Clark LeClaire. I mean, guys, and then um, let's go back to the game. Richard Allis' book says clutch hitting by Barani. They call it, we found out tonight, I didn't know this, that he's called Bubba Shaq, right? You and, uh, I know you and Sutton heard that. He's called Shaq because of his cleats. Yeah, yeah Coach Godwin said that in the post game um, regarding Shaq and uh, where that stemmed from was back in fall fall practice. Uh, Coach Godwin said that the high-top cleats that Joey Barini had were the biggest on the team, and he was dragging those uh, high tops around the infield. So that's where he earned the nickname Shaq. There you go. So uh, that's funny to me. That's why I was laughing earlier, folks. It was not at Bubba or Sutton. It was the comment there by William Grant I saw come in. Haven't experienced an atmosphere like that since the 2009 regional. I saw. I swear I saw babies thrown in the air. <laughs> <laughs> don't get Pitt County DSS involved. Please don't, uh, folks. But that's hilarious. Can you imagine if you're a kid and your dad can tell you that you were at that game and I threw you up in the air? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Great stuff. We love you, Bubba Grant. You're, you're one of the best. Uh, I'm telling you, we have the best fan base. I know I'm part of it. And it sounds like a homer. I am a homer. I don't care what people think. Um, I'll put our atmosphere. Hi, hey, guys, uh, for all the people that love the SEC, how about Florida today? Um, you know, we should have gotten a national seed. I know that, you know, looking back, we were not playing well at the time. But we played. Uh, you were talking about they were not well, earlier. We were not playing our best. I'll tell you what, Sutton, the last two days we played like a national seed. I know we didn't get the national seed. I know what the timing is everything. We didn't play our best right there at the end. And we, I know at the time we didn't deserve it. However, maybe that's a blessing in disguise. Maybe we don't have the pressure. Who knows? But uh, all we have to do now is get a win tomorrow night. Um, people have been asking me who you want. I, what I was going to tell you earlier, the old joke about what does a barber say? He says next. So if it's Maryland, if it's Charlotte, I'm not being cocky. I really believe that we have a good shot to win. Um, and then the other thing too, guys, is that. Um, it comes down to, Coach would say, I think another thing is quality at bats. Quality. You know, every single at bat has to be quality. Just like you were talking about, momentum building. You know, with every single hit, there could be a hit that can change the game. You know, um, whoever we're playing, let's go ahead and I would say knock them out early. But if we have a chance to knock them out early, let's go ahead and do that. The Pirates haven't done that really this year. Um, here's the opportunity for them to do that at, at the biggest talk about the biggest stage at Clark LeClaire. Um, that would be awesome tomorrow night. Oh, absolutely. 
I mean, and to your point on Flora, I mean, I would not want to be a Florida Gator because, I mean, that is the first postseason play that has been held in their new ballpark. And Florida, I mean, I mean I'm just going to be totally honest here. What an absolute embarrassment by the Gators. I mean, that was just yeah. an embarrassment. Um, so, I mean, again, like, I mean, I talk to you guys all the time. Momentum is critical. I mean, you can go from winning a conference title to going 0-2 in the tournament. You could go from 0-2 in the conference tournament to winning a regional. Momentum is key. And if you have the right momentum, you will go places. And if you don't, you're going to be sent home. No doubt about it. And the great thing about this, we've talked to the Pirate players on that 2019 team. They were They were out of gas. They had to do everything they could to come out of the regional to win it, you know, out of the loser's bracket, four games. And, you know, it's kind of like having the conference turn, uh, conference uh, play that we've had with four games in three days. They're having to do that even less time. And they just didn't have the, the gas left when they went. To, Louisville was a great team. I'm not saying they wouldn't have won, but um, we didn't. That was not That was not us. We just didn't have anything left in the tank. No excuses. But um by the way uh we have here from chuck he says they have tvs inside menji's concessions at ec have always been a mess need to hire a professional canteen company uh chuck you know i'll leave that to the folks at ecu but I pre- and now uh, here's another one uh he said time to start rumors if we win a re- uh, regional and supers does cliff leave for lsu we were talking in the jungle today there was folks that told, told were saying i don't know if this is true but the florida coach that LSU is going to go after him. I don't know if that's the case, but um, uh, his name escapes me. Forgive me because I'm really tired at the moment. I'm speaking of being gassed and on fumes. Um, that would be me. I'll speak for uh, myself and not Sutton. Sutton is always, you're like, you're ready to go every second, but um, <laughs> probably in 48 years old at midnight <laughs> on a Sunday. But um, but it's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. And I, well, today, I guess, technically. Uh, depending on where you live. Hey, uh, Sutton, as far as the, the jungle atmosphere, how was it uh, for the fans? Did you hear people comment about what it was like being in the jungle, for some of them for the very first time this year? I mean, you could just see the electricity. I mean, there were so many people who I recognized who I hadn't seen in the jungle this year. There were plenty of people who I recognized who I saw. I think the consensus was, I wouldn't really say as far as what people thought, Everyone was just in tune to the game. Everyone was there. There were people who were standing on that wall who did not move at all. They were locked in. They were tuned in. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, I I, I didn't really need to ask anybody about, I mean, hey, how was it? I mean, you could just tell that it was just absolutely fantastic. And to bring up real quick about um, Godwin and LSU, this is what I'll say on that since we're there. Godwin is, I mean, obviously, ECU alum. Um, his mother is still living in the area. His dad, obviously, is still in the area. I'm just going to be totally honest here. I don't see Cliff going anywhere. He was offered Mississippi State, Alabama. I, I mean, I, I he's not. I don't think he's going anywhere. This I'll is just say, anywhere. Yeah, and if it were me personally, um, I'll say my personal opinion, not necessarily this show. If it were me, I would give him a contract for life. I know people think that's oh, yeah. but if you look at the to me, he checks all the boxes. He's not going to do anything wrong with the NCAA, the grade point average, the GPA is always, I mean, it would take me years to have the GPA that they have there. Mine was so terrible at ECU. 
it was an honor just to graduate. So you have that, you have the community service. Um, my son, who's eight years old, he's a class of uh, 31. Um, he wants to play in a decade for Coach Godwin. You know, he's uh, doing very well at his level at Farm League. He's got a long way to go. Um, but it's it's like that. there's kids now that are Eastern North Carolina. I'm not saying he's Division One. I'm just saying there's a lot of kids now that are seeing the you want to play for Coach Godwin, like I tell them, you're going to have to have straight A's in the classroom. You're going to have to be a good citizen. I'm explaining to them what it would take. You know, like I don't know if he'll ever be Division One. Who knows? But at the same thing, you've got to check certain boxes or you're not playing for Cliff Godwin. I personally, again, give him a lifetime contract, you know, and then um, if th things are going to have a way of working out, if he doesn't want to be here anymore or whatever, it'll all work out. But I, I seriously believe um, like you say, anything's possible, but, uh, he's got it. Uh, and I'll say this, he's got it made here. You have a sec light atmosphere. You hear that all the time. He's big time. Yes. But he's also big time for the pirates. Um, anything's possible, but also, uh, Richard Allsbrook, a good friend of ours of the show. Uh, he says Vanderbilt beat Georgia tech four to three. We need Georgia tech to come back and win two from Vandy. We have that. And how about um, Rick Gilmore? Hey, Rick, we're, we feel your sentiments exactly. Watching replay of the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings, listening to you guys, too excited to sleep. Rick, we're in the same boat. Sutton, I think, could stay up for three or four days. He's so young. Um, but I can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, I'll, too many years at ECU, I guess. But it just it's a great feeling, um, I think, with all of us um, tonight. I wanted to ask you this. Did you ever feel like, to me, I knew. I know this sounds terrible because it's hindsight. We know who won the game. The great thing about this team is there's times in the middle innings we've said all along the season where, you know, it's kind of like the fourth, fifth, and sixth inning, like that middle three innings, if you will, that where we don't know if they fall asleep or there's things that happen. But, man, uh, when you get to that second, maybe that last three innings, seven, eight, nine, I was just like the whole – time i was like they're going to have and i told the people around me they can tell you vouch for me i said i'm telling you guys it only takes one inning one inning that will really like we talked about it's only going to take one inning to flip this game around and lo, and lo and behold the seventh inning and you call it you nailed it i mean gavin comes out another thing that by the way guys that potentially could be the last time gavin ever pitches at clark leclair when he was walking off the field i just got goosebumps thinking Oh my God, that might be the last time that somebody that meant has meant so much to the program. And there's other guys that we could, you know, the relief pitchers like Colmore and Bridgie. Um, tomorrow night could be the last time they ever pitch for the Pirates in front of the home crowd. So just keep that in mind. Uh, we need this. Um, another thing I thought about, and I'll pitch it back to Bubba. Bubba's back with us. Is the very fact of. Let's soak it up. Let's enjoy this moment because um, for for some of these players that have been here since, like Bridgie and um, Colmore, they've been here since good old Cam since 2016. So um, we're not going to have them, unfortunately. I, like I've joked about so even today, I wish we could have them for six more years. Um, but yeah, Chuck says uh, Chuck says there'll be a million. Gavin's going to be a millionaire in about a month. I think it's in July. That's right. They've moved the the draft back to July this year uh, for sure. But uh, Bubba's going to be behind the scenes producing. Uh, by the way, let me get that off. Hang on one second. Let me get that off uh, the screen at 
sometimes technology is great and it does things for it. But uh, keep your comments coming. Uh, we'll be on for just a little bit longer. I know Sutton. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on certainly tomorrow night? I know the Pirates are. We're, we know they're going to be playing at six o'clock. We know that. Um, in one respect, I know they're going to be ready. They're certainly going to be ready tomorrow night. They're well coached. They know there's going to be a great game plan. It simply comes down to one word for me. It's down to execution. If the defense is strong without having any mental errors, like, I mean, how about the uh, one thing that was crazy, and we're talking about since we're talking about Farm League, somebody even said, that's like Farm League, one of the guys with me tonight. You have Connor Norby, who that ridiculous uh, publication says he's second team. Anyway, I, was, I thought it was ridiculous for the American. But anyway, you have Connor Norby lays down a bunt. They overthrow it. He ends up getting he ends up getting on third base. You know, it's like it's like three bags off of a bunt. You know, it's things like that that if you go back and rewatch the game, things like that. How about um, I know we had somebody comment earlier. How about the Bryson, the world? Uh, how about that grab he out in center field? It's things like my parents taught me. It's the little things. Those little things start adding up. And great players make great play, big plays. We need those big plays to win the game. And on offense and defensive side of the ball, if you will, and the field and the bats behind. I mean, the uh, one thing that was driving me crazy is it always does. Uh, you might be an instant replay guy. You know, be, be careful what you wish for. I'm one of those guys that wanted <laughs> the replay, but the replays took forever. And um, for the for the goodness of the game, for the good of the game, uh, we've got to have the game. It can't be taking that long to make decisions on something. And most of the time, I'll say one more thing about that because it was such a beautiful night. I don't want to mess it up by being negative, Nelly. But how many times have you seen it where the, the, the calls are overturned? Most of the time in any sport, cross the board, college or pro, it's going to be where they don't have enough evidence to overturn it anyway. So it, they come back and they make whatever call, the call pretty much stands. So we've wasted all that time for something that should have been, if it's a judgment call, they miss it, they miss it. I mean, people may disagree with me on that, but I've had to really eat my words on how much I want an instant replay and then seeing how it really, in other words, it really hasn't made a difference that I thought it would. That's my opinion. No, I mean, I, I agree with that completely. I mean, from... The times that we did replay over with ESPN Plus and when I was doing some of the graphics, I think that it was overturned maybe one time of the 15, 20 times we did it. I mean, I mean it, it's a safety net for coaches that they, they that they can have, but I mean it's I mean I mean either way, I mean it's not I don't think it's that beneficial because most of them are the same. I'll tell you what is beneficial, Sutton, is to have Kyle from LaGrange Barber. Better late than ever. How are you, buddy? Uh, welcome into uh, Talking Pirate Baseball early Sunday morning. We get a big victory. I know you're partying in LaGrange, right? And Jason. Uh, David Richmond, I'm tore up from the floor up. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it's, it's been a fun night. Um, I, I, got, I got one of my best friends down from Illinois. I've seen her in 16 years. Her and her family are here. So I couldn't make it out to uh, to the games, but uh, in, in the midst of hanging out and catching up and having a few pirate beverages and such, uh, I uh, you know I had the game on in the background, 
and then you know socializing with everybody you know you got seven people here uh but when it came to this last three innings once the seventh inning rolled around i was locked in and ready i was done socializing so uh i was glad i was glad i glad i had it on in the background and then when it's seventh eighth and ninth we're, we're just electric uh hats off to the crowd man good god how um, loud was it on tv by the way kyle i wanted to ask I, you it that was great. It, it was it was you know i didn't have the volume up but so loud because like i said i had a crowd here but the the volume i did have it at you could just tell the crowd was in every bit of it. The reaction, you know, when the Pirates put the game away at the end, just the reaction from the crowd. It was like we won the regional tonight. Now, that's the whole thing. That, that you know, when we did this in UVA and it felt like we won the regional, we carried that momentum over and took care of yeah. uh, the William and Mary the next day. Uh, I hope we do the same because what you don't want now is a letdown tomorrow because we didn't no. win anything tonight. And it felt like we did, but we didn't. And that's the thing. Hopefully they'll have the same reaction that the 2016 team did and uh, come out and take care of uh, Maryland or Charlotte tomorrow, and we don't have to do two games. Mm-hmm. Guys, uh, let's get Bubba Grant's uh, comment in here if uh, we can. Let's see. There oh, um, there we go. He says, speaking of replays, uh, what's up with the ump who made the call reviewing his own play? That was not uh, the case during the regular season. You know, I don't know. Uh, I know the guys here on the show give me a hard time because I am probably the hardest of anybody on on umpires. But you know, um, that like I was telling them, I you know, Kyle, right before you joined in, I don't know if you heard yeah, it. Yeah, but- I heard about the replay. I, I didn't. I didn't even like I said. I I was not fully tuned in until the end. Um. So w- when did the replay happen? What inning? Oh, there was. That's the point. There was a whole bunch of replays, and okay, well, you got to put a cap on them, particularly in baseball. Uh, There's too many tonight. It's way too many. How many were there? There's at least three. At least, uh, I mean. and, well, and they took it. they took too long. I mean, not only were they replays, but they took way too long. Yeah, you got to put a time limit on them, and I think you should probably put a number on it. Um, how about how about we how about we just have coaches challenges? How about we don't replay anything and we do it like the NFL if the coaches are given two challenges a game, and that means we'll never have any more than four replays a game. And here's another thing. I used to not be into it, but, I, oh, my God, I'm like, can you please, please have well, the pitchers yeah, well, or struggling? Let's do coaches' only. challenges only. To me, that solves the problem. And you get two of them a game. What do y'all think? It sounds good to me. I, I will definitely – there are certain ones that are certain calls that – well, um, you get two of them a game, and then if you if you if you if you over if the call gets overruled, then you you get to keep it. You know, just like in the NFL. Uh, I think that's the system to go with, and uh, let's do it. I like that. I do. The only thing I would add to it, though, is I do think that all scoring plays should be reviewed. That would be the only other thing I would add to it. Well, I. Well, I would say, well, well, is there anybody I, I, in? I'll, I would agree with that. The only reason I would say, well, just leave it up to your coach's challenges is because if, you, if you're if you a coach and you challenge that score and play and it was overruled, then you get to keep your challenge. So it's, it's like any – you see what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. then if the coach is out of challenges later in the game and there's a questionable score and play. So, yeah, I, I could get down with that. It, as long as it's not actual long reviews, as long as that's it was. It, it, and here's the other thing is that you have um, 
So you have it's obvious, a great, great coaching job by Robert Wetter. You stall the game as much as you can. You take you take your sweet time. You tell your pitcher. I mean, the pitcher tonight. My God, I hate the idea of a pitch clock. But you know, my God, we lost probably 30, 45 minutes of our life tonight, at least between all that mess, between the replays, between the, I mean, how much time it took between pitches. Well, the replay is one thing. Taking taking time between pitches is a psychological move, part of baseball. Um, so I know, but my God, it like literally. Well, that, you know, I think it's an umpire discretion. Hey, you got to speed the game up. Um, stalling, you know, you, you can warn a guy, but I mean, I, I you know, I'm not gonna. I, I, granted, I, I, I will admit again. I said I was, I had it on in the background because of the situation to the last couple of innings, but uh, you, you hate to get into that area of, of things that are part of the game. And to me, stalling, you know, like throwing the first base over and over. Sometimes that's nothing more than a tactic to mess with the batter. You know, so what are you going to say? About the, you, can, you can only throw over to first base four times. How about the great call that uh, it was obviously Cliff Godwin made where he, I forgot which player, um, he was, he acted like he was going to bunt. So all the, all the focus became on the batter bunting. And then it was a double steal huh. where you have second, second, third, stuff like that. That little, like I was talking about little things. There's a lot of little things in the game. That really helped us out tonight. That you know, hey, uh, how about uh, like my a, boy? How about my boy Matt Bridges, who who is probably my favorite pirate because uh, I make fun of him because it seems like he's been there since Keith Leclaire there in the ninth, just striking those two guys out like a bulldog. Pitcher of the week, well, PGX pitcher of the week. Well, uh, hey, hey Bridges, we gotta wait, we gotta wait. Yeah, well, he, hey, he's, uh, hey, let's say that he's definitely in, uh, Bubba, let's say for our good friend, cause he's definitely in the contention right now. Indeed, we indeed. still, about the play, who would you go with the, um, Sutton, Bubba, well, um, Kyle actually, if Bubba's producing only right now at the moment, being at the time it is, hey, who would you guys go with right now? You've seen two games of a regional. Who would your uh, PGX player of the week? I, I can't comment week? enough on tonight's game to say. Um, uh, but who would you go with, Sutton? That that is really hard. I mean, if I'm going to be totally honest with you, I would go Matt Bridges because he is pitched. No, pl- pl- player of the week, player, not pitcher. We're going player of the week now, not pitcher. Anybody besides a pitcher. <sighs> It's a toss-up. I mean, right now, I would say yesterday I would lean towards uh, Francisco has a huge. I mean, if he doesn't have the home run, we don't win yesterday. Yeah, Francisco. Um, so Francisco was definitely yesterday, but then that's what makes this team so dangerous is that Francisco doesn't have the game that we would all. I mean, I'm sure he would like. Who, we would who, all who, like. What happened there? All right, in the scoring play, we went, was it a three-run homer? I don't even know. What, that's around the part where I really got locked in was right after the homer. No, we didn't well, have we went three. Seven to four. What happened? It was a base hit by Hoover. He That's scored. right. Base hit by Hoover. I did see it. I saw yeah. it. I saw it. I'm, I'm sorry. My brain just, like I said, I was a little, little bit of drinking tonight. Hoover, <laughs> Hoover would be my MVP for tonight. No question. And thank you. Thank you, Bubba Rosenbaum. How about uh, Brainy tonight with that big pinch hit RBI single to left field? That was, I mean, that guy has ice in his veins. That guy is uh, prime time. And Coach talked about it. 
says, you know, he doesn't play very well in practice, but you put him in big time game situations and he delivers. And boy, he delivered. That was huge tonight as well. Thank you, Bubba, for how many Charlotte fans were in the stadium then, I guess. I was joking. I said 20, but it was like a one sec, the far right section that would be in right field near the bullpen for um, for the away team. Yeah, They had maybe one little section there, but I, I thought they were, I really thought they would have, I'll be honest, being from, you know, like not from Charlotte, but if you're Charlotte, it's not that far away. Well, I, I, I don't know. More. You look, Charlotte, Charlotte's growing. I, I don't know how, how East Carolina has a fan base that cares about athletics and has been really involved in the university. I think Charlotte's been more of a commuter school and it's obviously been a city school. You know, they, they have some tradition in basketball, the old Metro League and all that. But I, I think in football, you know, just starting a football program, that's really started their interest in athletics. In baseball, obviously you have some baseball fans, but they don't have the tradition in baseball that East Carolina or Bubba, schools do. Bubba's correcting me. He says, uh, by the way, Kyle, sorry, he said they had a decent showing more than you realize. So, Bubba, I'll, I'll go with you. Hey. The most important part is there was a lot of purple and gold tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Pirate Nation. Okay, they only had two. I'm sorry. All right, Bubba. Bubba saying they only Bubba Grant is saying the allotment was 200. So I thought they would. That's crazy. So they, they I thought they had more than that. So well, they may, and they may have. That was their allotment. Maybe you know, and not everybody bought from the school. Some people right. would have just bought through ECU or went with family or friends. So yep. it's a. Uh, like I said, Charlotte's baseball fandom is growing, and it'll continue to grow as they're successful. Conference USA is a good league. So what they're going to find out is, and the reason they'll, as long as they keep that dude there as head coach, Conference USA is typically a two- to three-bid league this year, four. Um, it's always a multi-bid league. So Charlotte's got a chance to do this every year as long as they have a good coach and he recruits well because they're in a good league. They're in a good conference. Uh, they're in a good state for recruiting. So Charlotte could build a good baseball program in a hurry. No question. You got a great coach. And I know that they did a rebuild. Uh, they basically took, did like a Joe Dooley. And they had, well, how many, I can't remember, but Bubba, um, Bubba Rosenbaum, if you can help me, but it's over what, guys, over 20 new players this year. It was a lot. I don't know. I can't remember. Is, is Bubba on the road? Is he producing the way? Where's Bubba at? Where, where's Bubba coming tonight? He's actually uh, with a friend's house, a great pirate in Wilson. Oh, and Bobby, so he should have came over here, man. You should look after the game. We we still have libations. You could have came over. We have pizza. We got we got chick. We got Chick Fil A. We got uh, we got we got we got we got meatballs and uh, lots of libations. You could have should have came over here. I offered. He didn't even respond. Dave responded. He made some kind of weird comment, huh? I made a weird comment. Anyway, yeah, okay. You made a weird comment. I invited you over. Yeah, I was planning on coming here to my house. That's way out of my way. Hey, no offense look, to you. I'm tired. I won't invite you anymore. Well, you don't. You don't. I'm not going to lose any sleep over it if well, you don't. You, I'll, you should. <laughs> you should. I'm, I'm messing with you. Hey, it's fun to have friends, uh, friends you can pick on tonight. Look, everything. A better time. A better time couldn't have been had. I promise. Good. You would have fun. Well, I'm After sure. After baseball have fun. game. I mean, you know, come on. Man. No doubt. I'm not questioning. What I would definitely have fun because everything, every the beverage after the game tasted better tonight than 
that normally would. And um, especially the way we did, we've, you know, I was thinking, I was talking to a buddy of mine who was with me at ECU when we went to the games. Um, I sound like an old timer, but Harrington Field. And I was just telling him, I said, man, you remember when we were at ECU, Harrington Field? I remember, you know, Kyle's heard it, and Bubba heard me told the story a million times. And Kyle was a teenager at the time when he used to call in back in the day in the 90s. But when, when the athletic director at the time, Mike Hamrick, has a show uh, on that time, 98.3 WCZI, to talk to him, we had coaches' shows and we had Wednesday nights was always that. And I, I remember fan after fan calling in on that AD show every week and asking, are you going to put lights in? fix the lights at Harrington Field. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how far we've come. And I was telling my buddy tonight with me, I said, this has a big, this is like a minor league park. It's like a minor league park. Uh, I think no. I'm going to disagree with you, dude. Well, I'm going to disagree with you in a positive way. There is no minor league baseball that has that kind of atmosphere. I'm talking about You don't get that kind of emotion and atmosphere from minor league baseball. But the quality of the park, oh, yeah, it's, it's minor league baseball quality park. Not the Absolutely. crowd. Yeah, I'm not talking about the crowd reaction. I'm just talking about the look of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the feel of it, the concession stands, everything. With the only thing, and by the way, uh, Kyle, I'm, um, I was just saying you missed it, but earlier in the show, I was talking about how I'm standing in a long line. I was upset at first. Then I was happy because we have fans. But then I looked, and there's no TVs. There's no Corey Glore, like a speaker. Where you could hear yeah, the game. Yeah, you know what? And that's something that I've been saying at football games for a while. That, you know, I want them in the bathrooms at the football games. Absolutely. But uh, you, you definitely need a, at the very least, a speaker. That's, now that could be solved really easy. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, yeah. yeah. Malcolm, and, well, this is so much on Malcolm. Uh, John Gilbert, let's, uh, if, you, if you can put a TV up in the concourse area, Let's at least get a speaker out there so uh, the fans can hear Corey's call of the game. Uh, that that shouldn't take very much. It shouldn't take very much money to do. Really, even a monitor, one good-sized monitor, wouldn't take very much money. No, not at all. I mean, you go to Walmart and get a TV very cheap. I mean, <laughs> um, exactly. I, I mean I'm not trying to be funny, but, I mean, I know we don't I have mean, a lot really, of money. You could, you could do it that way. I mean, you really could. You could you could just put a TV up that way out there and then uh, – have a smart TV, hook it to your Wi-Fi, boom, there you go. You really could do it that way. No I mean, doubt. it would be nicer to have an actual feed coming from the stadium, but you, no, you, I know, you, I know. you could just do the uh, ESPN3 uh, broadcast or ESPN Plus broadcast. It's ESPN3 right now. Yeah, uh, what Bubba Grant says club level has it in football. Uh, so for, I guess, for well, the TV. It should be everywhere in football. I, like I said, there there ought to be a monitor in the bathroom. I mean, this is not very hard to do. And then the little things like that, it's just it's kind of stuff I don't understand. The reason we don't do it. it and I know money and money is money is tight. And, uh, but little things like that. <laughs> the guys, look, let me tell you something. The guys on this podcast right now, we could chip in and buy the TV have an awesome TV. <laughs> I'm not trying to like bust on, we but can get I mean, all come on. on, we can get all on. Oh, it in. Well, you know what, if that's look, if that's what we have to do for a couple of years, because the budget's tight, you know, that we can, you know, do that. Another thing I'll say, I'm going to say this too. I said about the contract for life for Godwin, let's give Godwin what he wants. He wants right now. He wants uh, the, 
uh, weight room for his players. He wants a former for the former players. He wants a locker room. There's a few things the guy wants. Well, they're they're going to have the multi-use weight room. Don't forget that's coming. Where where now that uh now the, um the weight room there at uh the Murphy Center can pretty much be dedicated to football, and then they're going to have the the multi-purpose weight room for uh for other sports to kind of use. Um, with uh, who, who donated that money? Uh, was it the boat people? Was that from them also? Uh, Grady White Boats. I no, I I have to double check on that. I have to double check on that to say Um, but somebody in the comments, uh, who donated the money for the for the uh, thank you, yeah, multi purpose training facility that's coming. But anyway, we uh, I know Sutton, you made a great point earlier that I said it was a football school, you said. Hey, Davis, a baseball school. If you look at the consistency of the program, this program is going to win a national championship. I don't know when they're going to do it, but they will do it. Um, no doubt. People think that I'm not anti-football. I'm just saying it's uh, – right, look, well, look, we're a football school. But we're a football school with a hell of a baseball program. And, uh, I, you know, let's be real. You, you, you're still 5,000 versus 50,000. But – Terms of success, I know, in terms of success, uh, baseball's the president. There's there's not another program at the school, you know, that, that has the success baseball has, and can legitimately compete for a national championship. And uh, and people care about the baseball program. A lot of schools don't have the support for baseball that we do here, and our fans love it. Um, in terms of Cliff. Um, you know, the LSU, if they come after him, LSU's got a lot to offer. Uh, we cannot match LSU's money. Why but not? You, but, well, if we get into bidding war with LSU, we're not going to win it. They got more money than we do. Um, I understand, but like it, but my thing is that what I was going to get at as far as uh, money-wise. Well, you, you, what you got how, many went, how many went, look, look at it right now. If you look at it right now, the guy has potentially – we're on the eve of a, well, another Super do, Regional. There's three what, Super Regionals I think what you got to do, Dave, I think what you got to do, Dave, is put forth an effort. And you you got you to gotta offer him what you can and do what you can do for him and ask him what he wants beyond just cash, like you said, about the, the weight room, et cetera. Um, offer him – offer him – you know, I don't, I don't know – I don't know how – you know, people say lifetime contract. I was under the impression of the USC system. You can only do five-year contracts at the time. So I don't know if you can do that. Um, but if you can, yeah, I'd be willing to give him a long-term contract. Give him job security. That's something he's not going to get at LSU. You right. know, LSU, look, he goes to LSU, he has one bad season, they may fire him. Right. Um, you know, we believe in Cliff. We know what Cliff can do. Um, but to me, you make, you make some kind of effort. You don't just sit there. And I'm not saying John Gilbert's doing this, but you don't just sit there if LSU's coming to call and just go, well, Cliff, we, we've given you all we can. We can't match what LSU's given you. You, you better reach out some, to be your big whip pirate club members and ask them how important it is that Cliff stays on. I mean, you, 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 there's more than one way to skin a cat. You don't just let him go. But just a straight-up bidding more, we cannot win a straight-up bidding Well, Kyle, I've got good news for you. The, we were talking earlier this afternoon, and we missed you, by the way, at the game. Um, but what we heard in the jungle is that – and Bubba put this up here for us. Bubba Rosenbaum is the man. Thank you for helping me, Bubba. That the LSU will name Florida head coach Kevin O'Sullivan as their next coach. Their coach is retiring at LSU, so – Okay, well, then I just – That's what we're hearing now. Mouth. Okay, well – 
Texas A&M still out there. Well, good. Hey, the best news we could get is we keep on winning the Cliffs days. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, hey, that may explain what's happened with Florida's baseball program the last couple of days. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, that is atrocious. But um, so we have one more game, and then obviously we will be able to do our uh, – hopefully tomorrow night we'll have uh, something special to talk about. We'll have uh, coverage, obviously. We want to tell everybody, fans, tomorrow, thanks to Sutton. And, Kyle, you got to come out there and have fun with us tomorrow. That will be awesome. But we're going to have um, – We'll do like a preview tomorrow at the stadium. We'll do a little something there, a live shot. Thanks to Sutton Young. He's the best. Um, by the way, Kyle, you love the movie. I call him a young gun. Um, because he's yeah, getting young, it, young Gun's one of my favorite movies. Well, Young Gun's two in particular, one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh me the US as as Billy the Kid. So Sutton Sutton's nickname is Young Gun. Okay. Yeah. Right. I like because he's he's so young and he's getting it done, man. And he's, he's got uh, and he's got a gun. I don't know about that part of it, but um, by the way, I want to. Uh, by the way, I want to remind everybody: videos from tonight's game are on our YouTube channel. Go there and subscribe. We met a lot of. Uh, by the way, Kyle um, and Sutton, we met a lot of great people today. Um, I want to give a yeah. shout out to. And let me wait a minute before you do that, Dave. Let me be clear to Power Nation: I, I haven't been there. Uh, one of my best friends, uh, who I have not seen in sixteen years, from Illinois, uh, is here visiting, and. I just got here today, so uh, her with her with her husband and kids, who I had never met her husband and kids until now. I hadn't seen her since '05, so uh, just just to be clear, why I haven't been there. Uh, so I hope I hope Pirate Nation understands. All right, well we we got it done, and uh, you're at home, and you're going to be home tomorrow night. So the good news is we'll win again. We'll keep this tradition going. All right, what time do we play? How how six o'clock six. Six. Okay. So no, no chance to get. That's right. Monday is going to be if if a game two is needed. Let's hope not. One o'clock. What uh? What's your prediction, guys? Charlotte or Maryland? I'm going. We we both uh, Sutton and I agree on this. So um, you said we both say Maryland. Yep. Charlotte's yep. pitching is um, they have the bats for sure. If there's a slugfest, they may be able to sneak in there. But um, their pitching is is. Uh, the probably of the team, well, there's only obviously three teams left because Norfolk State is out now. But with the teams that are left, I think Charlotte has the least amount of pitching moving forward. That's just my – I've heard that. That's my gut feeling. And then Sutton said that as well. Yeah, Maryland's offense right now is just too good. I don't see them slowing down against Charlotte. I mean, I think that – I'm not saying that we're not going to be able to contain Maryland's offense, but – Charlotte coming off a really, really heartbreaking loss to us tonight, having to play Maryland early. Uh, I just don't yeah, see the 49ers getting it done. Yeah, I, I'm hoping Maryland comes out tomorrow, lays about 15, 16 runs on Charlotte, and uh, you're eventually gonna you're eventually gonna run out of gas with your offense. So you can't keep those kind of numbers up, from my right. experience. And hopefully they'll hit themselves out, and then uh, we can find a way to beat them and not have to play them. Again on Monday, we need to get this thing over with tomorrow, and uh, have another regional championship, and get ready for. I'm assuming Vanderbilt won tonight against Georgia Tech. Close yeah, they close. did. Yeah, it was very close. Uh, Sutton, you said it's a four to three, right? Four to me final. Yeah, it was very close. So Georgia yeah, Tech was, can do it. They're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to win two tomorrow, right, guys? Yep. Well, they could. They and could. then Monday. Good luck to the Yellow Jackets. Uh, all right. <laughs> I uh, let's let's win tomorrow, and uh, get ready get ready much like to go to Nashville.
First of all, yeah. First of all, we have to win our regional. But uh, for all the Pirate fans that are gloom and doom because we potentially could play, you know, Vandy. It's a tough matchup. It is, but stranger things have happened. And they're not, and I will say this, they haven't been playing like the Vandy. I'm not saying they're not, let me be very careful. I'm not saying they are the, they're not good. I'm not saying that. But the Vandy team with Rocker, was that two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. Well, they, they were they lights got, out. They were they lights the out one. two years ago. They yeah, were they lights out two years ago. They got and the best this year. One, go ahead. They got the best one-two punch in America. The Friday and Saturday night guys are are the best the one-two in America. Um, but you only got to beat one of them. That's what I keep saying. Uh, you only got to beat one of them because uh, if you beat one of them, then you force a game three on Sunday. You don't have yeah. to beat both of them. If, uh, if they shut us out Friday, we just need to turn around and win Saturday. It just, just got to be one of them. Keep that in mind. That that would be, and you don't want to, you want to tell the guys not to beat both of them. But that that would be my my message to uh, to the Pirate Nation if we win, or to, to this baseball team if we win tomorrow. Don't don't get overwhelmed looking at those two guys for Friday and Saturday night. You just got to be one of them. Yeah, not only that, but we have guys. We have qual. I told that to Sutton. We have quality guys. We have quality guys. Um, Gavin, Gavin. Um, Will pitch. He's gonna pitch very well. I, Wiz is a. He's definitely that a great nickname for him. He, he's a. He's definitely a Wiz that you know. We've got two guys you can definitely count on. And you know what? Stranger things have happened. Who knows? Tyler Smith and Coochmaner may like be the guys that we've had. We know they can be. You know they are. They are very talented. We have a, a lot of. Well, all you, all you look. First things first. We got to be either Charlotte or Maryland. But all you got to have is is you know next Friday. That kid could have his worst outing of his career, and uh, we put up we put up six seven runs on him, and you know, and Gavin pitches a Gavin game, and we win the game seven to one. He, he, it could happen. Not 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 Friday. Yeah, well, yeah, it would be next Friday. Um, so you never know. Or Saturday, it could be Saturday too. Yeah, you Friday see, or Saturday. So you never know. Um, but first things first, uh, we got to win this regional. Where we're talking about Vanderbilt for no reason. Yep. All right, taking care of business. TCB, like, uh, yeah, and, and appreciate, it, appreciate it. But look, I'm gonna say this is Pirate Nation, too. Don't get hung up on just the World Series, that is the goal. The World, Se- the World Series and the National Championship is the ultimate goal. But look, a regional championship is a big deal, and it ain't just ho hum. We want another regional if we take care of business tomorrow. It's, it's a big deal to win a regional. Think about and think about this, guys. The first time. In our history of our program, three straight regionals we're hosting never happened before. Think about with Coach Godwin, Coach. Now, if he wins tomorrow night, think about this, folks. If he wins tomorrow night, he's going to have a super regional for 16, 19, and for twenty twenty one. And we didn't get a chance to have one last year because of COVID. So, I mean, look at that. That's three regionals since twenty sixteen. Matt yeah, Bridges. If we, if we win tomorrow. Yeah, we haven't done it yet. We haven't done it. I yet. know that. I'm just saying, just keep that in mind. I'm just saying for yeah. Pirate Nation, when you were talking about soaking it up, I'm not saying that we have. We've got to earn it. We got to go out there. We'll play ECU baseball. If oh, we just go out there, easy. Think, look, look, Maryland yeah. and Charlotte are totally capable of beating us and forcing a game on Monday, and then uh, then it's winner take all. It's a whole new season. It's a one game season, so you don't want to put yourself in that situation. Right now, we 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 have a cushion. Let's not use it. Let, let's take care of business tomorrow and get the hell out of here. Not only that, but here's another thing. We had, like I was talking about earlier, Kyle, when we went to Louisville, we were out of gas. This is perfect where we didn't have to, sure. if, if we can win tomorrow, we never were, we were never in the loser's bracket. 
we finish up on Sunday night. Think about how cool it would be if they start that regional, a super regional rather, in Vandy, if it's Vandy, and they start it on Saturday. That would be that would be beautiful, right? I don't know if they will or not, but um, having that would give us an extra two days of rest compared to what we had sure. going to Louisville two years ago. Two years ago, two years ago, but things are, are looking a lot better than they did two years ago. We did, just like you said, in 2019, the way that we came back and won that region was awesome but we didn't have very much left after that regional. Uh, this particular case in 21, where if we take care of business, that would be great. Um, yeah, like uh, like Bubba's saying, it would be the third Super Regional five years you throw out 2020 because there was not one. There was not a chance for us to do that. I mean, that's incredible. Um, how, many programs, how many programs across America, and we need Bubba or Malcolm Gray, the SID, but how many programs can say, They've had three super regionals in five years. We haven't we, done it yet. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying we haven't done it yet. But I'm just saying, think about that. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's a great thing. But I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Let's let's save those moments for when we actually have them. Because if not, we were talking about something that never occurred. But it would be a hell of an accomplishment, and we would be in, I would think, rare air with some elite SEC and you know maybe some ACC, Pac-12, Big 12 programs. Um, Probably, probably your your old Miss, your Mississippi State, your Vanderbilts, your 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 Texas and stuff like that. So uh, let's uh let's hope we do it, and uh, you know let's let's enjoy tomorrow and uh, tomorrow night. Let's make a Martin tomorrow night. It's the biggest game of the year so far. So let's oh, yeah, let's, let's enjoy that. Bubba Grant, good night, guys. Love your show. Yeah, we're uh, we're at one ten Eastern almost, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've never fallen asleep on this show. I think it's over 480 some episodes, Bubba uh, Rosenbaum would say. Um, so I want to get final thoughts before we go, guys, and we'll promote what we've got coming up and we'll get out of here and we'll get some shut eye and get ready for being back at the stadium tomorrow at lunchtime. So who wants to have their final thoughts? Who wants to go first? Great win tonight. Missed most of it. Fortunately, I got to see the end of it. Uh, hopefully we take care of business tomorrow and get out of Greenwood Conference Championship in three games the way, the way it should be done. Yep. Uh, great game tonight. Um, great win. I mean, why are people celebrating? I mean, I was happy about it, but, I mean, I'm not I'm not celebrating just yet. The real celebration hopefully will be tomorrow. We have that momentum like I was talking about, get some offense going, have some great pitching. We are going to be regional champions for the third time in the last five tournaments. And Norman Quick, great uh, Pirates uh, player, says go Pirates. Appreciate you, Norman, for your support of uh, the show over the last couple of years for sure. And I just want to give Kyle credit. I'll say this before we go. Look, you said it best, Kyle, a few days ago. The bottom line, it's not an easy thing to do, but what we need to do is take care of business, win five games here in Omaha. Tonight, yep. this, is the second, this is the second step of five steps. So tomorrow night, guys, let's get step number three. Take care of business. We'll move on to the Super Regional, wherever that is. Who knows what can happen? We've still got a whole another day of uh, or two of baseball. We think we know where we're going to be going, but first we got to win here in Clark Eclair. And let's have, uh, you know, this might – another thing, uh, one more final thing. Yeah, thank you, Bubba, for saying that. Pat Clark Eclair again, set the tone. Pirate Nation, be a difference maker. I was going to say thank you. That was perfect for me, and then we'll get out of here. Um, the very fact for me, what I'm going to leave you with, guys, is this might be the last time that we all are going to be together for in Clark Eclair for the season. 
So let's, uh, we didn't have very many chances, obviously just a few. It was the perfect timing uh, for the, the regional to have fans. Let's go out with a bang uh, for sure. We've got some great programming. I know Sutton, um, Kyle, if you want to join us too from wherever you are at home tomorrow afternoon, uh, we'll, we'll post the time, but we're going to do a little bit of a preview show. Then we'll have, the obviously, the game. After the game, we'll do a, a quick hit like we did here tonight. And then we'll have most likely, hopefully, we'll have extra innings on Monday. So keep it right here. By the way, folks, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube YouTube channel. We like our Facebook page. And we'd love for you to follow us on Twitter at the Sports OBJ. Guys, I appreciate you, Bubba Rosenbaum, for producing and co-hosting. Kyle from LaGrange Barber, go back and party some more. Sutton Young, appreciate you, dude. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at the stadium. I hope everybody has a great night. Enjoy this win when we wake up tomorrow. It's brand new or today. It's a brand new. It's a, it'll be a brand new day. We'll get get out of here and go to sleep. Good night, everybody. And as always, go Pirates. Go Pirates. This is East Carolina All-American Brian Packard, and we're talking Pirate Baseball and the Sports Objective, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates.